Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Linklaters Data Protection Podcast Series, looking at the developments in the regulatory landscape here in Asia. This is the fourth episode following our discussions on India, Thailand, and Vietnam. For this episode, we'll be discussing Indonesia's personal data protection law. I'm Alex Roberts, for those that don't know me, and today I'm joined by Kevin, a managing associate in our Widowim and Partners um, Associated Law Firm in the wonderful city of Jakarta. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Alex and everyone. Pleasure being here today. So, Kevin, to start us off, maybe you could give us a bit of an overview of the Indonesian PDP law. Sure, sure. So, the Indonesian data protection law itself is relatively new, as it was only enacted uh, October in in October 2022. This particular law itself is a landmark in the development of Indonesian data protection regime, as this is the first overarching personal data protection law, which is quite unique for, for a market of almost 280 million people. As such, this new law also introduced several key changes that multinational organizations must get to grips with. So if this is the first overarching privacy regulation in Indonesia, Kevin, how is the how is the regulatory landscape there before? So before the regulations on personal data protection were quite spread across several technical and sectoral regulations. So and each of them have a more limited coverage. So for example, there are regulation that covers only electronic data, or there are also regulation that applies only for financial services sector. And with the new law coming in, do all of these old regulations, are they now no longer valid? No, rather the PDP law provides that the pre-existing regulations will remain valid to the extent that they do not contravene the provisions of the PDP law. So we can say that these pre-existing technical and sectoral regulations uh, will still supplement the PDP law for the time being. But it is also important to remember that PDP law has a transitional period until October this year when it becomes fully enforced. Great. Thanks for clarifying that. So if we go into a little bit more detail now, what are the key changes that clients should be looking out for with the PDP law? The first one is PDP law now applies to all types of personal data, whether it is physical or electronic. It is also worth noting that PDP law applies on an extraterritorial basis. So PDP law would apply to controllers and processors located outside of Indonesia, but whose activities have legal impact in Indonesia or against Indonesian or on Indonesian nationals. This uh, extraterritoriality application is not an entirely new concept, as there are also other regulations in Indonesia that reach beyond the Indonesian border. So for example, the law on electronic transaction and information. That's interesting. And I believe our non-Indonesian businesses that are listening will be very keen to understand this extraterritorial application a bit more, maybe when there's some more guidance that comes out and how it works in practice. Yes, of course. This is one of the most explored topics on which we have advised clients Multinational, of course, want to understand on how the enforcement will be administered under the PDP law as they are not sure that they are in compliance at this time. And maybe to come back on other changes in the PDP law, uh, it also introduced concept of data controller versus data processor. This distinction does not exist in the Indonesian privacy regime before the PDP law. Got it, got it. And as you will appreciate, 
that data controller and data processor, those roles are terms that are actually seen under the um, GDPR in Europe. And it's a bit of a, a trend that we're seeing around Asia for regimes to adopt concepts that we see under the GDPR. But while we're on this topic, are there other similarities that you see under the Indonesian privacy regime to those that we have in Europe? Yeah, so we've seen some concepts that appear to be borrowed from the more well-established privacy regime, particularly the EU GDPR. But then again, we cannot say that the PDP law entirely copies the EU GDPR because there are still some specific provisions that exist only under the PDP law. And also importantly, there are still implementing regulations for these nuances that are yet to be issued. So I think working with local council like our team in Jakarta would be key to trying to understand on how these differences are expected to look. Thanks, Kevin. That's a great tip. Let's drill down into some of these key changes, if we may. Sure. So the PDP law introduced some useful additions to the existing role, in particular the introduction of the alternative legal basis for data processing. While consent previously was the only basis, for now, for example, data processing can also be based on contractual obligations or legitimate interest. Consent also no longer needs to be in writing, but can also be in another recorded format. That's interesting and presumably gives more flexibility to businesses, especially those in the digital economy where their customers are no longer filling out paper forms. Um, why don't we switch gears slightly? Would, would I be wrong to assume that the PDP law also introduces additional or even more stringent requirements compared to the previous regime? Of course, there's new and more stringent requirements under this new law. And particularly, this is mainly imposed on the data controller, albeit there are some and more limited requirements imposed on the processor. For one, the PDP law now requires a data controller subject to meeting certain criteria to appoint a data protection officer. But this requirement is still subject to further implementing regulations. And what about cross-border data transfers? Are there any changes to the mechanics in this area of law, which is always crucial to our international clients? I understand previously that there were requirements to make filings with the regulators. Is that right? Correct. Right now, there is under the pre-existing regulation, there is a requirement to report to the Ministry of Communications and Informatics for cross-border data transfer. And there are also other requirements applicable to financial institutions. Now, the PDP law requires overseas recipients to implement an equivalent standard of personal data protection or for that to be imposed on the data recipient, for example, through an agreement. If this cannot be achieved, then consent from the data subject is, requirement, is required. That said, this new requirement does not revoke or replace the previously ex existing reporting requirements to the ministry as mentioned earlier. That will certainly be food for thought for those compliance teams that are listening. Indeed, I believe there's probably numerous changes and new concepts introduced by the new law that we could go through, but don't have time, unfortunately, to go through one by one. But I'm sure the listeners would want to know, since the law is now over a year old, how its adoption is actually shaping up in practice. So generally, we have not seen significant changes in practice. This is because the businesses, whether they are controllers or processors, they are mainly still assessing the changes and is also waiting for the implementing regulations to be finally issued. However, since time is running out and the law will be enforced this October, 
organization soon will need to make a decision on what to do when in preparation for the day one compliance. Got it. And before we end today's episode, what do you think the key developments are that should be looked out for in 2024? The first one is definitely on the government to finally enact the implementing government regulation for the PDP law. So back in August last year, uh, there was a draft on the government regulations that was published uh, in parallel with a public consultation process. But unfortunately, the, the government regulation could not be issued within 2023. So we hope it should be done by, by this year. And secondly, is on the establishment of the personal data protection institution, which is mandated by the PDP law. This PDP institution will be the regulator for data protection matters and will also be responsible for accessing the standards for cross-border data transfer, like, like I mentioned earlier. This institution was initially targeted to be established in 2023, but unfortunately there have been some delays. But generally, all these outstanding steps should principally be taken and be done before October this year when the transitional period will end. Thanks, Kevin. That's really interesting in terms of the discussion. No worries. Hopefully the listeners would find this useful as well. I'm sure they did. And if they have any questions, they should feel free to reach out to yourself or me. And if we look forward to the next um, episode, there we'll be covering some of the highlights of the data protection law in the market of the moment, Saudi Arabia. So please do stay tuned and thanks for listening today. Goodbye for now.